0: what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way.
1: This moment in time, this is your time to rise. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me.
0: You're making me so uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so first of all, I want to start by saying if there's any... Kiddos in the car, anyone under 18, um, maybe this is an episode we skip past. Not that we're going to get too crazy into details, but you just want to preserve those little innocent ears. Yeah,
1: we're going to talk about sex and anything and everything about it, just the conversation. And before we get into this full episode, let's talk about sex. But let's talk about, okay, when, when you have sex, you're naked. Let's talk about looking good naked. You know, oftentimes people ask, oh, how do you get a six pack? It's not in the gym. Guess what? It's in the kitchen. You got to get your nutrition down first. You want to look good naked, you got to get your nutrition down first. It is the number one thing in my mind, in my experience, that you got to master. And Sandy and I are gearing up to do a 30-day clean eating program starting, kicking off Monday, January 4th. We're getting a huge group together to do it. We'll all be accountability partners. You're going to get resources. You're going to get shopping lists, recipes, meal plans, some epic products to help you build a healthy routine to make it easier to build a healthy routine and to build a healthy lifestyle. So let's all have that January goal. Let's all, you know, let's make the world look better naked together. How about that? That might be a little aggressive, but we're going with it. Anyways, send us a DM on Getting Magnetic if you want to join us for this freaking awesome 30-day program we've got starting January 4th. But until then, let's get back to the episode. Also, if our parents are out there listening right now or grandparents or anyone in the family, you can keep listening. But if you want to skip past this one, I think we're totally okay with it too. Again, (laughs) not going to get too crazy, but just, you know, we thought, okay, this is a kind of a taboo topic, taboo subject. Like, let's just open it up. Let's just make it more open.
0: Yeah, I we don't think, even know where to start. Well, I think a good place to start is everyone has a different view of sex because of the way that they were brought up, right? And part of my anxiety around doing this episode is that people do have different views of it. And I'm sitting here like, I don't want to be judged. I don't want... Like, this is a very vulnerable thing to talk mm-hmm. about this. And I have no idea what's going to come out of our mouths, but we're going to go with it. So... I think so much around sex is like, how were you brought up? Like, what were you, did your parents talk about sex? I remember my parents talking to me about sex and being open about it and telling me that it's a beautiful thing. And that when two people love each other, they make a baby. And I vividly remember when I was a teenager, my mom told me, would you buy a car without test driving it? And I'm like, well, no, that's stupid. And she's like, well... Yeah, like, you get the picture, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was your birds and the bees conversation? Kind I mean, it was
0: way more in-depth than that, but basically, like, empowering me and saying, like, if you love a man, like, be smart and be safe, but, like, we are not going to judge you or shun you for exploring, like, the intimate side of that with someone that you love.
1: Right, or if you love a woman, or I think what Sandy's getting at and saying is, maybe you saved yourself till marriage, maybe you didn't, maybe you have certain religious beliefs, maybe you don't and whatever it is, that's your journey, that's totally okay and we just think sex is something that should be totally open and and talked about more because I think, you know, where your focus flows, your attention goes. If If you're talking about it, if you're acknowledging it, it's a more open space and by the way, let's caveat here, we are by no means experts We are far from experts. Far from experts. Although I, I'm down to get some practice in. Oh my god! (laughs) Uh, Keep practicing. Practice makes perfect, right? Um, I'm sweating. We're not experts, but we're just gonna have a conversation about it. Anything and everything to do with sex, and I think it is taboo because it's one of the most vulnerable things. Right? You're naked. You're expressing yourself intimately with another person. You're sharing yourself. Like there's a lot that goes into it. There's emotion involved in it. There's physical performance there can be anxiety (laughs) about it like and there's definitely a I'm searching for the word but like if if sex evolves over time I think and that's one thing we've realized
0: yes I think in a relationship in the beginning well for us when we were first dating we were long distance Mm -hmm. and so we might not see each other for a few months so obviously you're like celibate for months and months and months and then you see each other and a lot goes down in a short amount mom, of time
1: earmuffs earmuffs mom <laughs> oh
0: my gosh
1: yeah you're so excited to see each other and you're like you know like it's like honeymoon phase right you're like oh, oh my gosh I can't wait to express myself I'd prefer to express without clothes on like <laughs> oh this gosh. is gonna be amazing oh my gosh like babe can we can we do that again that was way too quick that was over way too fast <laughs> I'm
0: like not even sure if we're gonna air this episode because oh, we I'm
1: absolutely are.
0: so much right now um, <laughs> But I, yeah, I think our intention really too is to empower you and your partner, or maybe you don't have a partner, maybe you're you're solo, like whatever your situation is, like with your sex journey, is that even a way to put it? I don't know. I feel like our journey has evolved Mm -hmm. a lot. And in the beginning, it was very, very frequent. Yeah,
1: very, very very frequent. Well, not
0: frequent because we weren't together, but when we were together, there were often times where there would be multiple times maybe in a day, would you say?
1: Oh, Yeah. For yeah, sure.
0: Yes. That does not happen currently. I
1: know. When was the last time that happened? We've been married almost two years. Jeez. we could, Let's break that streak.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So, I want to say, don't you feel like there's different types of sex?
1: For sure.
0: So, I don't even know how to classify all of them, but there's different types. And I feel like... <sighs>
1: I'm going to let you go in on this one because I don't want to really get in trouble. So, I'm going to really <laughs> let you go with this one here. No,
0: what I'm saying is, like, I feel like it's evolved. Whereas before... Like in those beginning stages, it was more, I, I don't know, like I was insecure about like, does this look good? Or does this like, I wasn't so, I was more concerned about like you and how you are perceiving it versus like me and if I was enjoying it at all. But as time has gone on, I think being married too, things change. Like we don't have sex more than, I don't know, what would you say? Do you say, say we now have sex maybe like two times a week?
1: Yeah, maybe sometimes, sometimes two, sometimes one, sometimes zero, sometimes more. Like it changes. It, yeah, it really does.
0: And there's been periods when we haven't had sex for weeks or probably of an, even up to a month.
1: Yeah. And that like blows my mind. And I think that that is what we want to speak to and empower, right? Like coming back to what Sandy said, say you, you start a new relationship, you're kind of infatuated with each other, you're attracted to each other. It's more like, oh my gosh, this person is hot. I want to have sex with them. And you do that. And then as you grow together, so you grow more fond of each other. Maybe you grow in love and you start building love. I, side note, I think love is a verb. It's always evolving. It's always some an action we have to do. We, it's not just the feeling. But as you grow and evolve, you know it changes. So it goes from oh my gosh, I want to have sex because it feels good. And this person looks good to like, whoa, I really care about this person. Like I'm doing it for more than that. I'm doing it because I love this person. Like I'm in a sense, making love to this person. And it goes from that. I, I, maybe this is more of a male perspective. You can speak to it, but that more animalistic, like this is something I need to do. It's a part of my DNA makeup to like, whoa, this is, being intimate with, you know, my partner, my person, my loved one, my wife, my husband, whatever, this is special. And it it does shift. It does shift from a more animalistic need to like a part of your relationship and a part of your love and and intimacy and a part of your vulnerability together. And I think that's what makes it hard. And Sandy's right, it went from every time we would see each other not living together, then you start living together, right? And then you're like, whoa, okay, I'm around this person a lot. I'm I'm getting used to their habits. Like maybe the honeymoon phase like wears off that that luster and you start to live together and experience each other and it your sex life starts to transform or shift and maybe it is less frequent, or maybe it does feel a little more domesticated or whatever, or not as fun or spicy as it used to be. And so then you have to focus on like keeping it spicy, doing different things, being open about it, talking about it. And then you get married and then you're married for a while and yeah maybe there's a month where you didn't have sex and you're like oh my gosh what are we doing but i think the biggest thing we learned is being open about it being able to talk about it being able to express ourselves
0: i think that's super normal you know for it to go through phases and go through seasons like anything in life and i remember a few years ago you telling me you were golfing with some buddies and one of your buddies i won't name drop but who's been married for a while said like oh yeah we me and so and so haven't had sex in like a month and you
1: me and all my other friends, yeah, I love that. I'll take that. So yeah. we we were. I don't think we uh, any of us were married yet. We yeah. were newer in our relationships, and we were like, "What? We have sex like every time we see our person? Like, what? Do, how do you just lay in bed next to the other person that like you love or you're so attracted to, and like you just don't have sex? I don't even understand it. We weren't there yet. That's why you can never judge someone, right? We weren't there yet, and so it's funny now being almost two years into marriage I'm like I literally went to him like bro remember when you said that I get it I feel you I know what you're saying and not that you want that I think we all want to have sex more than once a month but like sometimes that happens and know that that's okay and it's normal and it's up to you to change it for sure um but that is normal
0: yeah and we thought I remember you came home from golfing and you told me that and I was like oh so sad yeah I'm worried about them. Yeah. And now I'm like, wait, we are them.
1: Now we're like, babe, you're tired. Are you tired? Yeah. We'll just do it in the morning. And then we don't end up doing it in the morning. We just do that like eight days in a row. We're like, oh gosh, we okay.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. So I want to transition. There was a point in our relationship. This is going to be kind of vulnerable. And we might have to edit this out. I don't know if you're going to be cool Are you about it. to like
1: air out some laundry here? A little bit. Okay.
0: So there was I'm a point where I thought you weren't attracted to me because we were having issues, I called them issues in the bedroom, where I felt like you used to look at me Mm -hmm. and there would be physical evidence (laughs) that you were ready to go. And then I felt like as time went on, that wasn't always happening. And I was wondering, is something wrong with me? Am I not sexy to him anymore? Am I like... I don't know, just all this self-doubt of like, am I, sh- do I need to be, I don't know, like, do I need to lose weight? Do I need to wear sexy lingerie? Do I need to like play music? Do I need to like, I don't know, like, well, how can I set the vibe? How can I set the room? Like, like, I wasn't sure what it was, but there was like a period for several months. Do you agree mm-hmm. where, for sure. where there was that? And I, I would get like angry at you and I'm like, wait, you need, you have a problem and you need to go to the doctor. You have erectile dysfunction. (laughs) Something is wrong with you. You need to find out if something is seriously wrong. And I think because I was putting so much pressure on you, it made you probably feel more insecure when really the second I stopped saying, are you not attracted to me? Is something wrong with me? When I stopped saying that stuff out loud and I stopped putting that out there, you weren't insecure about it. And then it kind of like, So I don't even know where it stemmed from, but Mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about that chapter.
1: I'm so glad you brought that up because I think that is so normal in our culture. And what you realize is it's not this like physical DNA thing. It's like all in your head, right? Mm -hmm. And because it just solves itself on its own. It's not like you don't actually have erectile dysfunction that you need some pill for. It's just like there's some blockage or there's something. And so speaking from the man's perspective, yeah, there can be like some pressure right around like oh I have to satisfy my my girl or my wife or whatever and I remember it was a point where you moved to Boston with me and the first time ever you were pulled out of uh, Southern California you were outside of your your element it turned winter time there was some like seasonal anxiety or depression there and I like could feel that and I'm not as much of an empath as you but like I could feel and I was like a little hurt with you and then when we're both coming from that space you're not like emanating and when I say you I mean us we aren't emanating that like sexual energy and that like physical attraction so I think it just there's then this blockage where I'm not it's like okay this isn't and that goes to say there's seasons right there's chapters we we don't have kids yet but I'm sure there's a point in time where you have kids and your sex life might shift and adjust and change. And I think we should save a story for the end that I'm thinking about. But yeah, from my perspective too, it's like the compounding effect too, right? What you focus on grows. When I would hear negativity from Sandy, like what, is something physically wrong with you or this or that? And it was really just, <laughs> I I didn't feel as sexually connected to her because you know we were going through a, a chapter and a phase in our life. And I just didn't feel that, like charge that arousal that animalistic like we had to tap back into that now that's that's on us too that's on both of us like sex is definitely a 50/50 thing it's not up to one person or the other it's like up to both and it's something you just got to talk through so it there was a chapter there and I want to empower all the all my guys out there if that's ever happened to you like that is totally normal and it's something that's also not talked about like the like the whole subject of sex and and it's to empower that there are chapters and that's okay. And that's normal. And like, then after that, you know, we've had amazing chapters where it's like, oh my gosh, we're on fire. Like, this is amazing. We're feeling good.
0: I think it's all synergistically connected to what's happening in your life. Like if you're experiencing stress, if you're experiencing, like when I think of when we went through that, it was when we lived in Boston. Mm -hmm. It was when I was super insecure It was when I was trying to make new friendships. It was when I was going through all those challenging chapters of different jobs. It was when- Our
1: schedules were way off. Our
0: schedules were different. I was not eating healthy. I felt like I definitely was heavier than I am now. I wasn't secure in my body. I mean, it was like this whole like accumulation of things that compiled together. And instead of like, it was easiest to like attack you, right? And be like, what's wrong with you? Like, you need to go to a doctor, like blah, blah, blah. When really it was like- Let's talk about this. Like, we're going through a lot right now. Like, this is normal, blah, 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 whatever. Okay, I wanna
1: say too, actually, before we wrap that part up, it's also, when you love someone, like, you could look like anything and there wouldn't be a different level of attraction for me. Like, I'm attracted to you almost like your soul. You're physically very attractive to me, but like, even if you gained weight, you're pregnant, whatever, like, I still would be attracted to you, maybe in a different way, but there's not this, like, and this is just my point of view, there's not this like, oh, you're fitter or you're heavier or you're this or you're that. Say there's fluctuations in chapters, like there's not a loss of attraction. I think it is that like, where are we coming from energy and synergistically wise?
0: I don't know where that comes from. Mm -hmm. If it's society, if it's stories I've heard from friends, if it's things I've seen on TV, but I think as a woman, we feel like responsibility a little bit for like if things are not going the way they should air quotes we tend to take responsibility of like oh it's probably because i'm not showing up in this way or i'm not this or i'm not that so i don't know if that makes sense yeah okay let's transition do it so get it i'm thinking (laughs) we're going to tulum this weekend and i feel like when you're on vacation sex is just different do you agree
1: totally agree
0: (laughs) why is that
1: (laughs) It's just, I think it's honestly like the physiological and emotional, like everything, the mind body is so connected and it's like, you're going on vacation, you're you're more stress free, you're just loving life, you're magnetic, you have magnetic energy, you just have a different energy about you and it emits and you're, you know, that love is palpable and it's like, ooh, let's, you know, we're in a tropical place, like, let's do it.
0: I'm like, it's not my sheets, so I don't have to like (laughs) do the laundry after. Is that messed up? I don't know. That's kinda I think that's part of it too. Yeah. Okay, so that's true. And then what about I feel like there's an energy around like when you turn the switch on of like, we're gonna make a baby. Mm. That sex is
1: different. I'm here for it. Do we agree? Oh yeah. That's like new to us too. Like that just started. That chapter just began.
0: It's new to us. And that type of sex is,
1: it is. Like I'm shooting the score now. Like I'm <laughs> pumped about it. I'm like, here we go. Even, there's this empowering feeling as a male. Like, wow, this it's, it's both, you know, you need the female and the male. It's like, I'm shooting the score. Like, let's do this. I got swimmers and they're about to swim. <laughs> oh my God. I got Phelpsies, baby.
0: Wow. Okay. So I don't really know what else to talk about. I think, Wait, let's talk about foreplay.
1: Oh, okay. What are your thoughts on it?
0: Well, I am a woman. I don't know. Actually, I shouldn't say that because maybe not all women are the same. A lot of my girlfriends who I talk to about this agree that there is a level of foreplay that is absolutely necessary. There needs to be some kissing. There needs to be, you know, touching. There needs to be, you know, I don't don't even know how much I want to say, but there needs to be some things. For you got to preheat the oven. Exactly. Yeah. You got to preheat. We just don't go straight to the, the <laughs> sizzle.
1: And I think guys might be different. And we're just generally speaking here. and We're speaking from our point of views, but like guys can, you know, kind of be ready and go do it, whatever, and might not need as much preheating. It might be a quicker preheat, but it's funny in you saying that, you know, I think sex within a relationship is something that should be openly talked about. The more You can openly talk about it. The more comfortable you're going to be in it, I bet the more sex you're going to have. And this is stuff we've talked about, but we're still working through it, right? Where I have this idea in my head, like, oh my gosh, okay. Sandy needs like the perfect dim lighting, candles lit, like a scented room. The room cannot be messy because then she's going to be thinking about the laundry we need to put away. And then I have to, like, give her a 10-minute butt massage to start <laughs> and make sure, like, everything you, is perfect. You give
0: the best butt massage. I do.
1: I will say I do. I and might.
0: it's not even sexual. Someone said that to me the other day. They're like, no wonder Wade gives you a butt massage every morning. It's because he wants it to lead to sex. I'm like, um, actually, uh, he does give me a butt massage every morning, and it's absolutely incredible. It's the best way to start my day. But... It doesn't, like, most of the time it does not lead to No,
1: sex. it's it's just, it's very fulfilling for me. I think when you when you love someone, <laughs> you... fulfilling for you. Yeah, you want to make them feel good, whether that's through sex, whether it's through an orgasm, whether it's through complimenting them, whether it's through them feeling... When I see you there, like, drooling on your pillow because you're getting <laughs> the best butt massage ever, like, that is fulfilling for me. And that, you know, so there's different <laughs> levels. There's varying types of fulfillment. There's the physical, like orgasm fulfillment and there's wow I'm giving my wife a butt massage and she's in heaven right now and I love that
0: <laughs> oh my gosh okay so but back
1: to girls need to preheat the oven guys maybe not as much so I maybe don't need as much but then again like maybe the more experience you guys have together there might need yeah might need to be more might need to be more physical touch I think on the guys end they're definitely Is that where like, you know, guys out there, we're in middle school and we're like popping random boners left and right. Like, oh my gosh, like go down, go away. Like you're tucking it into your waistband. Like you can't control it. Your hormones are crazy. And then, you know, you're in your 30s and you're like, what? I couldn't even do that if I tried. Like you just think I'm trying not to get a boner. Like, wow, that's wild. So there's just different chapters in life. I love that that just came up. Chase, don't edit that part, our producer. That's staying in.
0: I have hit my expiration on this topic. I just, there's so many thoughts and feelings happening of like, what is going to happen when this hits? But you know what? I think people all think about this and they talk about it privately and we're just talking about it publicly. My was-
1: Really? My thoughts are like, are we going to go practice right after? Like, Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> no, I have a birthday party to go to. Oh. Okay, so I want to wrap up with a story. I will not say her name, but And when, a challenge. Yes, a story and a challenge. I won't say her name. She's a good friend of ours. She'll know it's her when she hears this. But we have a good friend who is married with four kids, and her and her husband have sex every single day. And Dang. when she told me that, I was like, what? uh why like how how <laughs> like
1: you have four kids that sounds tiring
0: and she's like it's quick and easy and you know it's it's necessary for our for us and our marriage and it's something for us and I'm like wait how do you like where with the four kids like and she's like usually it's like quick and it's in the bathroom and I have a great vibrator and yeah it's just you know it's that's what we do and I'm like that's incredible like no wonder you guys are so happy and so she's like I challenge you to do a 30 day sex challenge. And I was like, um, 30 days is a lot. I'll start with seven.
1: That's like a marathon.
0: Yes. And we were actually on a trip when this all went down. There was like 20 of us there. And she challenged us all to it. And we all agreed to do seven days. And you, Wade and I were the only ones that actually did the full seven days it was exhausting, trust me. Yeah, let's me. talk about that. Let's talk about the seven-day sex challenge.
1: The se- Sandy comes home and, well, we were both on the trip together, but Sandy kind of comes to me like, all right, seven-day sex challenge, here we go. Well, and at and, the beginning, I'm fired up about it. I'm like, heck yeah, let's do this.
0: Well, <laughs> and when I make my mind up about something, it's go time.
1: How you do anything is how you do everything.
0: I was not going to commit to a 30-day sex challenge because, you know, there's going to be a menstrual cycle in there. I don't feel great when that's happening. I don't want to commit to having sex during that time. So, like... I was like, seven days is the most we've ever done ever. So that will be a huge accomplishment. So instead of like stretching the bar, like beyond, I was like, let's start with this, right? So we all, all 20 something of us were like, we're going to do this. Well, I think about all of us. Mm -hmm. And you and I were the only ones that did it.
1: Only ones. High five, babe. And it was to go through it. Like, you know, you start out, you're like, oh, this is going to be easy once a day. Like, yeah, this is fun. Like, And then you get into a rhythm kind of right, where you're like, all right, like we're getting in our groove, but then let's say there's a night where like the day gets away from you, it's busy, you're doing different stuff at night. One's at an event, the other's at a birthday or a dinner and you get home and you're exhausted and it's 10.30 and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm tired. Like this is a, a burden now, this is a chore, we have to do it. And sometimes you just gotta show up, right? Half the battle of life is showing up, but it gets <laughs> away from an intimate, more fun thing to like a chore. like we got to do this. So there was definitely a few nights of that.
0: Oh, for sure. There was a few where I almost became like resentful that we committed to it. But I think what we realized during that too, is we actually like sex in the morning way better than we do right
1: now. Oh yeah. All my guys out there, our testosterone is actually highest in the morning. So we're like horniest in the morning. That's why, you know, there's things like morning wood, but I love to just quick, funny shout out, man, that weekend, I think there was like, 20 vibrators ordered too. So Amazon, you know, whatever vibrator company got the, got the plug there, got the hookup. She
0: literally airdropped the vibrator that she loves (laughs) to all of our phones. And it was like, boom, boom, boom. We all ordered them. Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) There was
1: mostly girls on this trip, but I happened to be there. And I was like, if guys knew the behind the scenes, like guys are like, oh, locker room talk. Girls have the same thing, if not more, just in their own, you know, different way. (laughs)
0: It's so good. So, should we challenge our yes, listeners? Yes, let's challenge. So, we want to challenge our listeners. If you have a significant other, we want to challenge you to have an orgasm 7 days in a row. <laughs> however you find a way to do that and
1: especially so- if you're if you're married or if you've been together a long time, like we've found this great like it it just it allows you to explore more. It it, it empowers the physical act of sex, the openness to it, the talking about it. Um, it just becomes more of a thing. So especially, you know, I think that's you always gotta spice it up, keep it new, whether you're adding a different thing to the bedroom like from that weekend, the the vibrator, or whether you're doing a seven day sex challenge, which is not typical for you, um, it spices it up a little bit. So especially if you've been in a relationship for a while, you're married, like I want you to go to your wife or your husband and be like, babe. I got I need you to listen to this podcast and we're doing a seven-day sex challenge. Let's ride.
0: Also, if you're gonna do it, can we challenge you to do a hashtag seven day sex challenge? Oh hashtag getting magnetic and tag us. Wow. And let's cause a ripple. Of, of
1: sex. Of, <laughs> People just getting laid all around the world, getting magnetic, man. This might go to the top of the charts after this one.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, our intention of this was really just to create openness around this. None of us would exist if it weren't for sex. Oh, every so single true. every single one of us is on earth. Every animal, every human being, like we're all here because of sex and because of expressing ourselves in that way. And so let's not make it weird. Let's be more open about it. We could have gotten a lot more detailed on things here. I'm glad we didn't. Um, We just kind of kept it like more high level, but I hope that you related to some of this. I'll get messages from people being like, oh my gosh, you and Wade have the most perfect marriage. Like you and Wade have this and that. And it's like, it's funny that people, that's all they see, right? Like we do have a really great marriage, but we work hard on it. Mm -hmm. And you know, we realized there was an opportunity for growth in our sex life. For sure. And so when we heard about our friend doing that, we were like, that's something we should probably really do because we've never done that before and so yeah this is my little plug if there's something you've never done there's something that you're avoiding do it so join us in the seven day sex challenge
1: yes and And
0: we're excited to hear how it goes
1: yeah how about just enjoy enjoy the next seven days i think it's gonna be fun (laughs) bye bye only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible
0: so remember you are magnetic